hi. It's me, Ben. And it's me, Ava. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to Nostalgic. We'll, so we'll start fresh. <laughs> yeah, but. Weird <laughs> <laughs> or not so inorganic. But, so stupid. But this, okay, we're flustered okay. because Palm Springs is something we we're talk about, about every day now. Oh, God. Um, it's every day. It's every day I talk about Palm Springs to, to you, Abba, to other people. Also, I'm having, the thing is, I'm having deja vu right now. And it's not mm. because I'm having deja vu. It's because I've been talking about Palm Springs. Exactly. You know, I keep talking about it. And uh, it's just like, if you haven't seen Palm Springs, the Andy oh. Samberg and Linda Tortellini. No! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Kristen Milioti! <laughs> I just love, I love to not get something. It is, it's, we're talking about it, before, it transcends genre. Yes. Oh my God. And like, yes. And I love how it's like a rom-com, but not, mm-hmm. it's like a dark rom-com, but you know when like yeah. comedies are like, we're a dark comedy, like yeah, edge, yeah. edgy, edgy, yeah. like people get it. Or the 102.1, the edge of comedy. 102.1. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Shout out to my all you know what they are, the 102 point. And someone yeah. like Andy Samberg, I think of, and immediately I kind of like, oh, maybe it's something more broad. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's, but then I always forget something that Lynn mm. Ruby, Celeste, and Jesse. Thank you, sweetie. He's an indie darling. He's an indie darling. And yeah. if you haven't seen Palm Springs, see it. Many spoilers ahead. Yeah. It's many spoilers ahead. Sorry. Normally, skip, skip, skip. Skip, 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 skip. Normally, I'm not a ro- like addicted to rom-coms. And I, yeah. I some people watch rom-coms and it like feeds their soul. I don't yeah. normally have that experience. I'm more yeah. like, I watch a rom-com and kind of like arm cross. Like, yeah. boring. This yeah. movie made me believe in love again. Oh, sweetie, sweetie. And in different types of love too, because they both go through so many transformations personally that allow them to come together and be a part of like this union, you yeah. know? And like uh. the, the um, writer of it, his name is also Andy, I believe. He, he was basically talking about how, you know, in the interviews that I watch, everyone always starts off by being like, are you wedding people? And Aunt, both Andys are like, yeah, we love weddings. And they're like both happily married. They're like these three wife guys yeah. in good relationships. Yes. And you can tell because it comes through in the script. Kristen Milioti's last little speech where she's like, listen, you know, I don't need you, right? Like, I'm fine on my own. Like, her being like, I'm fine on my own. Yeah. She wasn't, I think initially when I watched it, I was like, this is mean. But no, not at all. She means like, you know, I can chill. Like, I, I'm solving my issues and I'm looking forward to the rest of my life. Yeah. I don't need you with me, but I want you with me because you add something to my yes. life. That is. It is so true that because I feel like lots of what like lots of darker rom-coms are kind of like cynical mm-hmm. about weddings and it's kind of like anti-love. Mm-hmm. It's really like the, I mean, obviously there's like lots of hilarity and Sue's at the wedding, but so it's funny. not like a cynical lens. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, let's just, spoiler alert, we see the wedding mm-hmm. happen many times and a lot of the times, times the wedding happens, it is, they're like beautiful moments. Like her yes. last, like, oh my God, her last before she blows herself up 
the last time she goes to her sister's wedding like that is that was beautiful to me and beautiful it was like I don't know a lesson in kind of like reconciling like feelings about like family and kind of like yes like families are so complicated but like Mm -hmm. I'm just gonna show up for them anyway like Mm -hmm. that was really Mm -hmm. cool I love it I love them such a good movie I think what really struck me also is like right off the bat they kind of establish what kind of comedy it is because everyone has a different comedy vibe or like a different uh comedy like aesthetic that they're attracted to and i think we always like categorize comedy as just like comedy but it's not true there's so many genres of comedy there's like bad bitch comedy there's comedy for black girls who went to college there's comedy for like (laughs) that like you know for like no truly that's so true if you're a fan of sashir zameda you are absolutely uh, black girl curse but like pizza mind is gonna be such a different special than like leslie jones's special like exactly and and off the Palm Springs, where what's her name? The girlfriend, Nigel's girlfriend, Andy Samberg's girlfriend, Meredith Hagner. Oh, oh she, I love she, she, she. I love that actress. She's she, on Search Party. As I love. So funny when she just said shit like twenty times. I lost my grandma's ring. Shit, shit, <laughs> shit. And just Andy Samberg jerking off. I also love her. One of my biggest laughs is her wedding speech at the beginning of the film and how she ends it with et cetera. But with, like, with the, the brevity, with like the gravitas of someone who just laid down the most beautiful speech, like, et cetera. Et like, looking cetera. around expectantly, I was like, this is, uh, I love Everyone's it. Everyone's like, oh, she's, she's uh, and But I will find, I did find it so funny that, um, what's her face from Riverdale? What's her face? <laughs> You know what Everyone I mean? Everyone thinks it's funny. What's her name? Uh, Camilla Mendez. Camilla Mendez. Yes. Or I'm assuming Cuban. Is she Cuban? I think so. She's, I, think Cuban I love how they were like, we'll make her Italian for this. Yeah. Because <laughs> they were an Italian family, I assume. Um, but yeah. like, also what I loved, I loved J.K. Simmons' um, Ooh, character. Yes. That but was, after I watched it, I'm like, I've I had a nightmare about the Bible. But I feel like there's like a biblical reference here. You know what yeah. I mean? Like something about it seemed like there's maybe a, a smart person reference mm-hmm. that I'm not getting. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I, I really, I really, I really agree with that. I'm like, I have to watch it more times and probably just like read more in general to see if I can make like an affiliation. Yeah. But like J.K. Simmons, like being this guy who just keeps attacking Nigel over and over and over again just because he's angry and like to meeting no end like there's something really I'm gonna butcher this word Sisyphusian whoa okay I don't know if you said it correctly or not but I don't don't think so but there's something that gives me Sisyphus tease about him just like driving all the way from his fucking home all the way to Palm Springs just to try and kill Nigel, Andy Samberg's character. And he arrives to like, he experiences the pain that he's been putting Nigel through, like physically experiences dying slowly in a hospital and is like, oh, I am never going to do this to you again. Yeah. Because he finally knows. Yeah. It's very like a mythic in its pattern. And like, when you realize he doesn't come like all the, he doesn't go there all the time because he's hanging out with his family. His family. Yeah. And his kids. I know. His son Watery Watery I love. I think he's hot. I'll say it. I think, I think he's hot. And even like I don't know, we talked about it in many voice notes that we sent yes. each other. But um, a lot of voice how, like it like confronted. I feel like it's so a lot of like stuff for like Gen Z millennials is very kind of like nihilist and like 
fuck you bitch like you know what I mean (laughs) like kind of that vibe but I loved how the movie like confronted nihilism and was like like that part where um I forget the character's name um Linda Tortellini Every time you say Linda Linda Tortellini, it's so fucking funny. But then I feel a bit of pain because I have such a big crush on her oh, after she, watching the movie. She's and she's a very I you know when you're like fascinated with like an actor's like mm-hmm. career trajectory, mm-hmm. like I just love like everything that she's done. Like I love Freaks and Geeks obviously is like mm-hmm. very important for like so many people. But like I really did fall in love with her when she randomly did, did this movie. Yeah. And also I love that she, she's also in like Marvel movies randomly. She is in Marvel movies. Which and is- she was also in, um, oh God, what is that? Uh, uh, Black Mirror. Her Black Mirror episode was hilarious. The one with Michaela Cole where they're in the space. It's like a oh, Star Trek. Oh, the Star trek one. So that, okay. Because Black Mirror oh. is something I truly, some like, I don't know, one for every 10 episodes I like, but the Star Trek one, because the, the first couple about the seasons was kind of, I feel that came later, but the Star Trek episode, I, with Jesse Plemons, that was my favorite episode ever. When she didn't have a face. Yes. When they took away yes. her face. That was also like, I love Michaela. Oh my God. I, but I still need to see I made I May Destroy You. I haven't seen it. Yeah, I haven't seen it. I don't think I'll ever watch it though. Right. Because it, it's very, I've heard that it is still graphic. They do it well and they do it responsibly, but I don't know. Yeah. Those things never really stick out with me. But I think yeah. I'm going to do an episode take through. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm sure, yeah. like, yeah. It would yeah. just, like, stuff like that. Watching something so graphic is, like, especially when yeah. you don't know when it's coming. Because it's, like, not, like, yeah. I'm sure they'll have, like, a content warning. Do they have content warnings before? I don't, I don't know. I heard that they do it very like expertly and it's not everyone even people who are like survivors are like no 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 like you should watch it it didn't it wasn't oh, the no. triggering triggering yeah yeah I'm sure she would have done it like intelligently she's like yeah oh, exactly God. yeah yeah but oh Palm Springs uh, man what a move and that scene where Kristen uh, Milioti where Andy Samberg thinks about her and he's like fuck I love her like and it's just yeah. her when she threw him birthday party and it's that spanish song thing and the like the camera zooms in on her i fell in love with her in that that was the girl with the confetti raining in the background she looks so gorgeous i want to love her oh wait and also i love how like the montage of her like learning like rocket science or whatever (laughs) that was so satisfying because like that was her like arc because she like Mm -hmm. i don't know Mm -hmm. she's a bit of a a layabout Mm -hmm. as it were and like she was like no look i'm gonna learn science and like let's talk about can we talk about like just the metaphor the actual metaphor of the whole movie (gasps) talk about it like i you know like they exist in like this continuous loop and i think it's kind of just a metaphor for like or yeah a metaphor for um everyday life i think they've also made that clear in like their interviews but they're they're really speaking to like this culture of nonchalance and like yeah nihilism of fuck this whatever it doesn't matter and truly this culture of not engaging um deeply um with one another but also kind of like this weird cycle of hurting yourself yeah um in order to feel something and i don't know this is this seems like a very very spark notes very shitty shitty high school no (laughs) but that's review of it but i don't know i i really like the way that they attacked nihilism i really 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 
appreciate it. Like you truly can find happiness in love. Um, they, uh, I, I feel like they showed each other each other's flaws. Yeah, and they they truly worked on the fucking shit. I I think I think that's what I love is that they they didn't become better because they found each other. They worked separately on their nonsense. Uh-huh. Chris and Miliati studying and wanting to get out of this cycle of having a shitty life. And then Andy kind of like looking inwards and being like, yeah. oh, no, you know, uh, I, I feel like they both figured out their shit and they're like, yeah, we can be codependent and I just and want, love and I want to like see more of them together. Yeah. And I am kind of like, okay, but what's the psychology now of a person who spent like, an, we don't know, maybe hundreds of years there yeah. and now he's like, yeah. have to resume his normal life? Like, yeah. would that be yeah. so wild? I'm sure he would yeah. like, I know I know I'm kind of like I'm glad the movie ended there because I'm sure like it will get very dark after that yeah yeah exactly I agree watch it watch it it, listener I was I thought you were talking to me I already did no you need to watch it again you weren't watching it um oh my god I'm so excited I'm so excited for who we're gonna talk about because it's just it's just us in the in the treehouse today you know what this is for me this episode is for me ben this is like a, a nice little uh uh movie day you know how like your teacher would come in hungover and just be like we're gonna watch a movie this is a nice movie day because we don't have to be on for guests we i just... love that so much it's a the, it's a movie day it's um oh my god what was the movie it's like um it's like a canadian history yeah we're learning about the railroad we're learning about World War II. I'm talking about today. Railroad. <laughs> well, maybe the railroad of Indie Rock. Let's get into it. Oh my god! And this it, this is like such because you're right. This feels it feels easy. It feels too easy. That's what yeah, it feels like. Yeah, yeah. It feels like I'm getting a test in front of me, and I'm like, I know all the answers. Like, yeah. Oh, I like. I that i'm like i knew that. My, and i'm like is this too like am i gonna fail but yeah. no because we're talking no. about oh okay. Okay, fire. oh my god iconic so canadian international fame mm-hmm. but distinctly, distinctly montreal quebecois oh my god i i don't know where to begin actually i'm kind of intimidated I'm like there's they have there's so much to talk about in reference to Arcade Fire um but specifically like I think their music has truly followed me mm. for a long time I'll admit I don't listen to them as much as I did before um and I haven't even listened to their new album <gasps> but I, oh, I like it I'm gonna listen to it I'll eventually listen I might be remembering this wrong but i think it got mixed ish reviews i think a lot of people who liked it really really liked it people who were kind of expecting something more kind of traditionally arcade fire were a little bit disappointed yeah. i think but yeah. i really really liked it but yeah there's there i they're truly a band that was just always existing in my life in some capacity I mean, mm. first, I mean, well, okay. I'm just gonna get into it. The first album that I fully the CD of the was, of course, Neon Bible. That just, oh, yes, of course. That's yeah. not, but I remember. Okay, yeah. I think I had Neon Bible, mm-hmm. but my first, which came out. Oh my god! I need to get my 
because here's the thing this all has to do with also that uh, that's the spike jones where the wild things are sweetie yeah oh, right i mean sorry of course of course of course of course yeah. See, 2004 2004 funeral so that's when we all heard few and that's where we heard funeral which is an icon to this day will make me cry that every time and every time comes on i do cry and um hold on i just need to make sure i'm i need to get my my the, my dossier in front of me all my notes. I, I have the okay. cogs open because i remember never seeing the spike jones where the wild things are but never i never watched it i was like it's I remember I did see the trailer. song is intoxicating. And this was this, I think it was in grade seven. Mm, the one, the one, the wild things are came out when, where the wild. Things and I remember that song was used. And I remember being like, this is intoxicating. And then being like, wait, these are, these are the girls. Okay. And, and I, cause I wasn't, yeah, because that's when around the time where I was getting, C, where I was kind of getting CDs and I was kind of getting more into it. And then when I heard Wake Up, Chills. Chills. Oh, so good. It's just like, also the amount of like, you, the amount of people behind, like it's such a force, yeah. there's such a force because there's like a million people there. So it's like, you're hearing yeah. a chorus of voices, you're hearing so many different instruments yeah. and like, it's like a symphony of like, Caucasian feelings. <laughs> yeah. And oh my God. But like Neon Bible is not an album I even listened to and because like I remember like Keep the Car Run. I remember Keep the Car Running. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I don't think that's a song that I kind of have in my mind. But mm-hmm. suburbs. Suburbs. You know what it is for me? I can't remember if I started listening. you know what? I probably did listen to Funeral before I heard it on the where the wild things are yeah soundtrack but i think the first time i heard arcade fire is probably because i I used to go through the itunes um top 10 lists in the different genres and sometimes arcade fire would chart and i think that's how i got into them but i I remember really really loving wake up neighborhood um (gasps) yeah all the neighborhoods all the neighborhoods i love all the neighborhoods Love really loved power out power out that's a lie power out was the first track that i heard power Power out i don't remember I woke up with a power out. That means I'm going to shout about. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah. That was a dancey. See, Arcade, yeah. Fire, Arcade Fire is always a bit of a dancey for me. Yeah. I was yeah. Oh my God. I, okay. Because I also remember all the neighborhoods I remember liking. But mm-hmm. I think this also was my first ever like weave album. Does that make sense? I, elaborate, elaborate. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm trying to, because it was the first time I was, like, kind of getting into Weedy, and I would smoke it Weedy? on Arcade Fire, and I would really yeah. feel kind of like yeah. I was in an indie movie. Like, <laughs> yes! that was, but this, I'm also, oh my god, because I'm looking at Neon Bibles, and it's like, I really, I remember having this album, but No Cars Go, I remember liking, but Suburbs, I remember also, kind of, but it really, I think Reflector might be my favorite. Mm-hmm. That's that's your favorite. I think it might be my favorite. favorite my favorite song might be favorite We Exist Fire. off that album. True, We Exist is a really, really, but you know they fucked up that music video. Oh, the Andrew Garfield of it all. I yeah, I I never oh. watched it because trans women were like, yeah, don't watch it. That 
is a very oh my god thank you first of all thank you for reminding me of that because like, oh, no, 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 that's fine. the imagery is really i mean for those of you who haven't seen it it's just a very yeah. it's like another very horrid example of people casting cis men to play like, trans yeah. women and it's so mean that's mean like which is, it's mean it's also they depicted like violence yeah. in it yeah. and mm-hmm. it's also like we exist isn't like necessarily like a queer anthem and it, it felt kind of baby like it mm. just i don't know as a track as a track alone okay. it's like before i saw the music video because i feel like my ideas of what a song is changes once i see the music video like sometimes yeah. watching the music video first will really fuck up how I view the song so I'm happy that I didn't see We Exist before I heard it because We Exist is a really good song it's so so good it's and I you know what it's very it's very much was a departure from like their original albums because their original albums are very like they're less synth heavy especially funerals but we're really I think a lot of people were really getting into synth in like 2013 like that's when Stranger Things was out um people were really really like delving into that but i think for me my favorite album of theirs is hands down the suburbs yeah. i mean like suburbs. The suburbs was like it was it was like paramount yeah. to my my i think coming of age um especially living in the suburbs and like being very like yeah. I, I grew up in brampton as much as people don't want to be like brampton is the suburbs if you're <laughs> from brampton it is the suburbs. Yeah. You live a nice life. You're fine. If anything, you're probably a poor immigrant, but it, you know you don't have it as bad as y'all are putting up. Like, <laughs> I think a lot of people from Brampton are like, "We're in the hood," and it's not true. That's not true. Ten minutes away from my house, there is a, a horse farm. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, like, do you see the horses, sweetie? I would like. I would. I would drive to the Walmart and drive past the horses. Like, there's. There's. You could, you know, I don't know. I digress. Brampton um, sounds beautiful. Brampton is wild. There was this girl who grew up in, um, I can't remember what neighborhood she grew up in, but she grew up in Toronto and she grew up in a, in a like, I mean, a very black part of Toronto that was underserviced by the government. And when she moved to Brampton, she literally had a, a moment where like she snapped. Like somebody was talking about something and she was like, you people sit here in your nice houses and you think because you're black, that's the only oppression like that's your the apex of oppression but it's not true she was like i grew up i she was like i grew up in different homes like i never had any food i never had any money and you're sitting up here and you're trying to act like you're ghetto you're ghetto you think ghetto is fun you think ghetto is fun you've never starved like i remember she went off she snapped she snapped to the point where our history teacher was like took her outside and was like thank you and you go on a walk and you you take your time and you come back whenever you're ready like we, she truly silenced the entire class. She was black. Okay, sorry. For some reason, I thought this was a white person saying this. So I was hearing this story, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like, <laughs> no, 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 no. Imagine okay. <laughs> just like this okay. blonde girl. Like, I'm oppressed. Okay. No, but this is okay. Oh my god, that is so. Oh my god. Yeah, but true Shonda Rhimes, but also the energy that must have taken to stand up in your class to say that. that thank God the teacher. That is a good teacher to be like, yeah. we'll take a walk and thank you. That is good. Yeah. Oh my take God. I love, I love that. Um, we do not waste an opportunity to trash talk Brampton on this. Podcast. <laughs> but, um, I, speaking yeah. of the suburbs, I think my favorite song off that album is We Used to Wait. It's popular we, we... Song, but it's just like, 
We used to write letters. I used to sleep at night. There's a yearning to it. It's like, and you're so right about, um, because before, I think Neon Bible is maybe like a bit of a transition-y. Because they're they're a little bit like, they're like very much like stringy, as in violin-y. And kind yeah. of like maybe you you imagine them in a field playing all these instruments. But yeah, always been kind of a little bit of like an indie country. Oh, for sure, for sure. We used to yeah. really be pretty like that, but when they turned mm-hmm. into synth, more a synthy vibe, and um, what's it called? Everything now, like their newest album. I think that's why a lot yeah. of people were kind of like, oh, this is it's so far away from like what mm-hmm. they started as. I I like it. It's growth. It's, I haven't listened to it just because, like, my yeah. I think my music changed I, a bit. But I do think that album. I wasn't that two summers ago. I don't really know, but mm-hmm. um, I think the title track "Everything Now" is the one I'm thinking about. Yeah. Let me call it up. It sounds like an ABBA song. It really it sounds like an ABBA song. Like, and I mean, sorry, ABBA the. Sweet no, I know, I know. But <laughs> like my ABBA song, ABBA, you'd like. <laughs> but it's um. Every, yeah, everything now is the the, the yeah. piano chords in are very kind of like it's I don't know it's like fun and dancey mm-hmm. and it feels more like because I don't know Arcade Fire the type of band where they're like you got to come to our um, concerts and costume like dress up as like superheroes yeah. or bananas and like that's yeah. the and you know they're very about like fostering kind of like this zany mm-hmm. Quebecois like party mm-hmm. like very Quebecois kind of like that in because Signs of Life. Other good, other good song off the new album. Abba is taking yeah. note. Signs of life. What creature comfort? Electric blue, electric blue, and put your money on me. Not a lot of people, a lot of people didn't like it, but I liked it. A lot of people um, didn't like it, but I like. And I get. The, I mean, the album. I listened to it in a different way than I listened to say, um, funeral or yeah. whatever. Or even like Reflector, where I'm more like kind of maybe I'm brooding and I'm taking a walk and I want to feel inspired. But their newest album yeah. is more like I'm going out on a Friday night. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I see. I like that. It's so interesting what like these albums, like what activities you affiliate with these albums. Like for example, Funeral. All throughout high school, that was my wake up album. Like when oh, I was waking, I'd wake up and throw it on and like make breakfast and like walk to school. That would be with it good. On. That's a good morning yeah. album. See, <gasps> yeah, funerals morning. Everything now is night. Exactly, and the people of people. I like growth and transition. Like I like when artists. Did it happen? <laughs> it's happening again, babe. <laughs> <laughs> it's a suit of Regine. It's Regine from Arcade Fire. Oh my god! Oh my god! I love that. I love that. Is it still happening? It's still happening. Wait, let's wait. Let's wait five seconds. Hello. Okay, you're good. Oh my god! Next time, did it happen again? No, I just laughed. Okay. It next time, we need to record it or something. I'm dying to know what it sounds like because everyone knows. <laughs> I don't know. Um. Oh my god! It's Regine. It's Regine. Okay. It's Regine from Arcade Fire. Okay. Okay. T. I've always had it out for me. People, yeah, true. <laughs> I, I well, why does this feel real? Like that's true. Um, and I love but it. I, that's the thing. Exactly, and you are very Quebecois too in your nature. But I think it's because you're just like, I think it's just because like you're you're not fully white. Like yeah. Also, yeah. they don't. They, I think Anglophiles who are loud. I think mm-hmm. it's kind of like oh, which I get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, <laughs> but oh my god, I love. 
I okay because when band, why would you want a band to stay stay the same? Exactly. Every album, it's like I have I have um, funeral to listen to if, it's, mm-hmm. if I want mm-hmm. to. But you can always go back to it. Friends of life, if I want if I want to. Yeah. So yeah. it's like I like that variety. Yeah, it's it, it exactly. They literally gave us variety. I feel like it's the same thing that happened with modern vi- vampires of the city. When it first came out in 2012 or something, I was like, "Vampire Weekend, you guys are dead to me." Like, <laughs> like as a kid, you're not getting any more of my money. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't listen to it, but then oh, when I yeah. I grown up, right? In my first year of university, um, walking through the campus of U of T, I was like, "Wow." I am in the Contra album, sweetie. I am yeah. in their self-titled, sweetie. Like, I am the aesthetic. <laughs> that's my, the aesthetic that I'm giving right now, hunty. Oh, when I was yeah. running through U of T with $50 in my bank account and wearing Stitches clothing. But <laughs> but making it, what, you can make. I, it can't a, work. A vampire Weekend aesthetic, a Contra aesthetic, a self-titled aesthetic. All you yeah. need is, like, just any crew neck sweater. Yes. And just a white yes. collar underneath. Yes. And that's literally it. And that's it. And you know what? And maybe when. Covers. I remember my my third fourth week in fall really kicked in and I was like I was like these albums aren't doing it for me I don't know why that's my <laughs> eighteen year old voice but I I, I listened to Modern Vampires of the City and I was like oh shit like yeah. yes this is like this oh, is where it's at even though it was such a departure and I think that people listening to Arcade Fire they they're probably like in their late 30s like early 40s now or our age and it's such a disconnect because i feel like younger people really like this new album older arcade fire fans are just kind of like yeah they want to relax they don't want to dance they want to sleep i think and you're right isn't this vampire weekend too i forgot how long they've been around Mm -hmm. before but because they're like in that same class i feel like it was like that era it was like Arcade Fire, Vampire Weekend, Black Keys, MGMT, and it was like, yes, it was like those were, and it felt like there were so many different, because they were all like different, but I mean, the Black Keys is like, I think, a bit more different than like Arcade Fire, MGMT, but like, you could not live your life without hearing kids, you know what I mean? This This is the tea. Then from 2004 to 2005, no, 2004 to 2018, mm-hmm. prime indie hours, bitch. Yeah. Indie music was arriving, honey. The Ooh. girls were giving us everything. Now they're kind of giving us, they're giving us everything still, yeah. but that, yeah. I feel like that was the golden age of indie music. Yeah. Oh, it really, yeah. and it felt like also just as someone who would watch a lot of SNL as a kid, mm-hmm. I remember like mm-hmm. there were just so many, you just see like a bunch of like, just a bunch of kookily dressed like white people mm-hmm. like on those stage mm-hmm. like wearing mm-hmm. like metallic jackets and like the yeah. of them and it was like, oh, it just felt like, <laughs> I mean, there's definitely, it's, they're definitely doing stuff, but it's like different. It's know? different. It's different. But yeah. like you could yeah. not live your life without, or walking to a store without hearing, um, yeah. I butchered that, but still, it's just like I love that was peak. I mean, and then it kind of turned into like, you know what? So many oh subgenres, um, which I don't even think is necessarily a bad thing, but it almost feels as if the music industry is like oversaturated yeah. um, with a lot of the same uh, things and the same people. I think I know where it went wrong. 
<laughs> ben is gonna solve the issue of the music industry. I literally, off. do you actually want to know? Like, I, I want to know. I want to know. Loud. Say it. With when Foster the People came out. <laughs> I was leaving. It was because pu- you were fucking right. because pumped up kicks was yeah. like pumped up kicks at the time. I mean, catchy song, but also di- disturbing. No, but yeah. still, all that aside, just as like a like a song, I it was just like it lazy. was an indie song that was too lazy. It did just amount of the work to become catchy and to like become so popular, but it was. It was it was it was a nothing. It was a nothing. Thank you, and then, You know what? Imagine dragons. Imagine I'm dragons, and then I want to kill you. Imagine <laughs> dragons, and then it just it did. Yeah, it other, did breed imagine yeah, dragons. It just felt You're right. It was too. They thought they were um, going to fail. That's the, it, yeah. It bred bands like uh, "Shut Up and Dance with Me." This uh, it it bred a lot of uh, God. I feel like such um, an indie truther. I feel like such a, a loser right now. But it's true. It yeah. it caused the spinoff thing because like you remember that song that was like da 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 da. It was like that. Oh, uh, I don't know. But it's around the time that indie started doing a lot of whistling, mm. and there were big bands. But yeah. trumpets. Yeah. Trumpets. And it was like, I was like, sweetie, not everybody can be Beirut, okay? <gasps> no. This is not this is no. not your space. No, this is so this is this is wild that we're talking about how like, oh, and now there's not but I feel like now, like and I mean like right now, like tw- like 2019, 2020, mm-hmm. maybe 2018 mm-hmm. now, there's been like a new resurgence in like in the all like really pairing it up like I Aaron Van Etten walks yes the, yes um, soccer mommy soccer mommy and let's get and, into it what's the common thread I don't know they're women you're a fucking right no what babe ha- babe babe haven like literally mm. like these bands yeah. are really going off even Sachi um yes. um the licks like these bands yeah. are go team doing O team, they're doing a lot of really good like um early two thousands. It's like they're repurposing early two thousands music. Yeah. I find I find it takes two lanes. Like a lot of the girls are doing stuff that they probably heard as kids, like yeah. um at Disney pop stuff, but make it indie. Yes, and the, right? we see it all the time. Like the aesthetic I, of like if you're like a cool e girl, you're basically dressing how they did back in like two thousand and one. Exactly. Which I love. I, exactly. I truly I adore it. it. But it's that, like yeah. it's and it's like if you listen to Charlie XCX, mm-hmm. I'm like, this is very kind of like this could be I don't know. I mean not like lyrically because it's very like risque mm-hmm. for Disney, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it feels like kind of like a throwback almost. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that the Gen Z girls are really, really going off. They're really doing nostalgia well. As somebody, ooh, let's take it back to Vampire Weekend. As somebody who really, really stands nostalgia, I really do appreciate it. And I think the best yeah. way to explain how I feel about nostalgia is um, this line from um, Modern Vampires of the City. Fuck, what what song is it? Oh my God. Uh, Diane Young. Do you remember when that came Oh, I like Diane Young. <laughs> <laughs> he says at the end that truly i oh he says nobody knows what the future holds on said it's bad enough just getting old live my life they say it's too fast you know i love the past because i hate suspense yes 
not I love the past because I hate suspense. As a Virgo, you know I love to I love to plan ahead and I don't know what's ahead. Whoa. And I feel like the girls are really doing a throwback and I appreciate it because I can recognize the um roots of their music, which allows me to better recognize how much better they've made it. Yeah. Like if a you know, like I feel yeah. like the intentions with which like these girls are are creating this music is like it, it just it's not the same as the girls in the early 2000s and they're really they're really doing it well there's way more intention behind it you're way right more and it's like I, I think it has to do with like much more like creative license mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. the, a lot of this is being independent is being independently produced and stuff yeah and it's like oh my god especially because like vampire weekend as i'm thinking i'm like i was a vampire weekend girl in high school. i mean like oxford comma Girl, who gives a fuck about it? I mean, Girl. you couldn't tell me anything about Vampire Weekend at the time. Like, they were great. But Arcade Fire was... Wait! The, also, something about nostalgia. Sorry, just because I, this made me think... I have someone... I read this in a book or something. I forget what. Maybe, like, a Sally Rooney book. But it was, like, nostalgia is, like, bad because it's, like, you're lusting after something that's not there anymore. That no longer and I remember yeah. being, being, like, no... Uh, and also, I don't think Sally Rooney wrote that. I, I'm wrong about that. But so, like, <laughs> I truly was like, this is, I was like, that is so, I don't like that. And I don't like people who are like, I don't live in the past. Or like, let's be one. Mm-hmm. I was like, I think nostalgia mm-hmm. is so different than like, yeah. I don't know, not moving forward. Yes. I think it's so yes. referencing stuff from the past, but make, but still like making it new and like fresh. Yeah. Is like, yeah. it's like an asset. <laughs> Abba's Abba's transitioning from one room to another and I'm grabbing my charger and my headphones Um, (laughs) but to bring it back to Arcade Fire yes yes big um style inspiration for me in high school I remember being I could wear a kooky graphic tee or like a fun vintage like shirt and like a denim jacket and lots of pins and yes lots of pins lots of pins and they look yeah and I could Oh my god! But I always, you know, what I always was obsessed with what their hair looked like. They all were like animated characters. I know <laughs> you're right. There's something very like animated about them. Very Quebecois again. Very, very Quebecois. Quebecois. Like, very kind of like severe lines, like angular yes. cuts. And yes. like, I think that's why Arcade Fire is like very like theatrical and like because the Quebecois like the the Quebecois energy is zany. I mean they they're the zany. people who created just for gags, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah, 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 and yeah. Arcade Fire is the just for gags. <laughs> yeah. And 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 also it's like they take themselves seriously in a way. Yeah. But yeah. it's like it's all it's all fun natured. I really yeah. I really am I realize like Neon Bible is the only CD that I have, but I'm mm. like it's the least it's the le- the album that I know the least about. Yeah, their sophomore uh, sophomore albums for me, like excluding you know Beyonce and like uh, uh, Vampire Weekend, sophomore albums for me are always a, a, a miss. Like for example, Foster the People, their sophomore album I was like, girl, bye. Yeah. Neon Bible, I don't feel this. There are some hits. Yeah. Um, Black Mirror, don't even get me started, honey. When I was going through my my um my dark phase. My my dark ABBA phase, and I was watching Halloween scary movies every fucking day. And dark ABBA, about I ghosts. picture like a black cloak, like a hood, yes. like a long cloak, and like you have a sword. literally, literally. I'm gonna show you something that's going that's going to rock your fucking world. I sound why do I sound like a, such a white woman today? What's going on? <laughs> rock your, we're talking about indie today. 
about NDA, I regress. Oh my God, where is it? Then I need to show you. You're going to scream because I know, I know you know these books. This oh is, that, it, back here so was this phase for me. <gasps> Do you remember these books? Scary, of course. Scary, 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 scary stories to tell in the dark. Yeah. Abba, do you want to know the scary story I remember from those? Yeah. And it's Same. not paranormal. And this is why it's Same. so frightening to me. I'll never forget it. It's a yeah. story of this woman and her mother who go on a vacation to like Paris or something or some like ambiguous like European city, but yeah. like a big city. Yeah. And oh, then God. what happens is basically the mom gets really sick and they take mm-hmm. her to the hospital. Mm-hmm. And then everything's sorted, but then they go back to the hotel and like mm-hmm. everyone they had talked to before, like, the the manager everyone like literally yeah. was pretending that they like did not know who they were like, yeah. they were, like yeah. who are you like yeah. the person behind the desk was like you do not have a room here like what yeah. are you talking about like yeah. sorry, you need to go away and i think like stuff like that ensued mm-hmm. and it was so twisted and it wasn't paranormal yeah. what found out is like what we found is like the government had to contain like this virus yeah, very, yeah. I mean, of the very now yeah you know had to contain this virus so mm-hmm. like all of the hotel and everywhere was like instructed to just like treat yeah. them as if they were not people or something oh my god i don't know oh yeah <laughs> i i i love i love those books so much and can i just say if you were a fan of um alvin schwartz and his evil crazy scary books sweetie you have a good pussy if you oh. if you read these stories as a youngin your pussy is wet oh my god and tight Cardi <laughs> and Megan have read scary stories. They read it. They read yeah. it, and they watch anime too. So it's even more wet. Oh my god! I love. <laughs> so you were where- you were reading scary stories to tell in the dark when you were yeah. having your dark Abba phase. Yeah, and I was like, the supernatural is crazy. <laughs> I was like, no, surreal in there here. Like I was such a fucking. I would I never saw- say it out loud, but I, I'm very much doing research on my own. I do think paranormal things are real. Yeah. For sure, for I'm, sure. Yeah. But I'm kind of like, they can talk to me if they want. Like, I won't Mm-mm. tell anyone. I put it in if, if you're a ghost, you, ghost like, you can talk to me and I honestly will keep it a secret. I'm actively knocking on wood. If a um, ghost talks to you, it's going to take your life. My mom like, doesn't find that stuff funny. <laughs> like, literally, we'll be like, don't talk about that. It's hard to get like Catholic Catholicism out of people. Yeah, because like, it I like, is. literally only went to Catholic church a handful of times in my life. But even yeah. like, yeah. I'll like have like a dark thought, and then I'll be like, "Sorry, yeah. God, didn't mean it." And I'm yeah, like, what? Ben, do you understand my life now? Do you understand yeah. my life now? My therapist yeah. is literally like, she's like, you have such a guilt complex. I'm like, it's called Catholicism, uh, sweetie. Get into it. Uh, like, I I truly have a guilt complex because of school. I hate a guilt complex. You like BDSM? <laughs> I mean, okay, do you want to know something? I, yeah. I, I don't do Catholic. It's like, yeah. it's not something I like have to do, but if someone yeah. was like, oh, do you want to do BDSM with me? I'd yeah. be unsure. But I definitely, I don't know. I can be, I can go mild to wild, but yeah. there must be boundaries. But um, yeah. I have this new joke that I'm, okay, this is so boring, but I have this joke about like BDSM that I'm trying to work out. What is it? It has to do with um, Google Docs, something we're very familiar with together. Yes. And how, like, I, I can only get my BDSM fixed these days by requesting access to edit a Google Doc. <laughs> <laughs> That's really <laughs> fucking funny. That's my only BDSM. But guilt conflict is very say- real. 
I was gonna say people who like BDSM. I always, I'm always like, are you Catholic? Like, or like, what is your history with religion? Because I remember watching this movie in like grade eleven or twelve, and like mm. just had like had started learning about BDSM, and then. I th- what movie was it? Oh my God, it was uh, Tom Hanks. Uh, not Passion. Oh my God, not Passion of the Christ. Oh, da Vinci Code. Da Vinci, da Vinci Code. Oh my God, it happened again. It's happening again. Oh my God. <laughs> Is it still happening? No, it's not. It's fun. Oh my God, um, that was so scary. Listen to it over in, in the Zencaster when it's done. I'll send you your file. I'm but... so, I, I'm like scared to hear it. It's, it's Alan Schwartz. Um, <sighs> Uh, haunting us. I think I do but, have a ghost in my laptop. It, maybe it's just your laptop. Yeah. <laughs> my laptop was doing that near the end as well when I was doing Zoom calls. Um, this, but oh my god, how long do laptops normally live? Mine lived for like almost ten years. Yeah. Yeah, for a while, for quite a while. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I'm bringing back Arcade I, Fire. I also yes, have to, I also yeah. have to say. Here Comes the Nighttime is a really pretty song for me. It's a gorgeous song. And it would be my, not. It wouldn't. I wouldn't necessarily say it was a pre-drink song. Because mm. I don't think it is. But getting ready, like when the sun was setting and like my friends would be like, what should I wear? What should I bring to drink? That was yeah. like what I'd have on. <gasps> yeah. I just had a big, I had a brain what? blast. What? I think I remember an arcade. I used to listen. There was like a summer where I would listen. What's it called? Ready to Start? Now I'm ready. Just that would be like I was obsessed with that song. Obsessed. Oh, it took over my life. Really okay. Good at like, I don't know, like provoking like an emotional response. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. That's not like, but that's still like it make it's like emotional, not like sad. It makes you like feel galvanized. You're like, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I can do anything. It's very contemplative. I think yeah. that they always very contemplative like response from me but maybe it's because of how I listen to them but I remember that like Arcade Fire when I was in grade 12 like you know it's a very transitional year being 17 and so I was like on the cusp of turning 18 and like also going to university living away from home for the first time and like kind of planning to separate myself from like the friends I had then because like I decided that like they weren't good friends to have and basically what happened was like my friends and I in the last years my really close friends that are still my friends now in that last year of high school we'd like drive around um the the back roads of Frampton but truly like Arcade Fire is the perfect music for smoking with your friends in like a sentimental context yeah like it's kind of like last week of school like you're sitting around you're kind of like and it's like we used to write yeah. this playing, and you're passing on a J, which yes. you can't do anymore. And yeah, we can't pass around J. We can't do. Oh my god. Byow. 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 That sounds like a like a Filipino dish or something. Byow. Oh my god. Speaking of, oh my god, have you ever been to BB's Diner? No, where's that? It was like this really, really yummy, like Filipino, lunchy, brunchy. But then it got because of COVID, they like (gasps) they had to go. But now they have a pop up. Oh, I'm so happy for them. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. I I have to go. I love these guys on Insta. I'm sure. But um, Longanisa. I'm hungry. I know. Oh my god! And you know what? Okay, 
it does bum me out just like thinking of like stuff that we can't do from COVID. I I did always like concerts. Like I like to go to concerts yeah. with my friends. Yeah. It was never some like I was never someone who's like I'm a concert maniac. Like whatever. I was more oh, kind of like yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, when your favorite artist. Yeah, I mean small concerts. Town. Yeah, small concerts. I always yeah. prefer. But yeah, me too. I truly miss the grandiose of seeing a big like ACC. Yeah. Your band really just like. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I kind of miss like, yeah. everyone's there and you're all like screaming. I mean, yeah. I've, when did it, no, I, I've never seen, oh my God. I've never seen Arctic Fire Live, but I've. Um, Me neither. Yeah, that's so weird. It feels like I should have. It's like I've seen like. I agree. Because you know what? It's like I've seen bands what? like Tudor Cinema Club or Tokyo yeah. Peace Club Live yeah. so many times. Yeah. And yeah. just like bands of like that ilk, I'm like, I just kind of can mm-hmm. wall and I'm like, yeah, of course I've seen Arcade Fire. But, see that. Actually, but I remember my friends going to see Arcade Fire one, I forget what tour it was, probably. Um, was it 2014? Yeah. What, tour? We just taught Reflector. Um, Reflector. Tour. Yeah, Reflector. Or, um, yeah. That's what the album's called. My brain is crazy today. Is it? Yes, it is. It all dressed up as the Incredibles because that was like the theme was like superheroes. And I remember like, like that is like so fun and like kooky and like apparently they like rained like stuff on the crowd like big blood animals and stuff that people like bouncing around and i'm like i I love that yeah exactly like they they really they really had like exactly like an aesthetic they they really garnered like a culture like arcade fire fans definitely like i feel like diehard fans are always like thespians like people who really love like theater kids they're so fucking oh, annoying they are yeah like they're definitely there's a theater yeah. vibe to them you know what they're kind of like yeah. the queen of like alt like indie yeah rock, you know yeah. Yeah. a little bit yeah. that because kind of like poppy yeah. poppy really, but still really like queen that much um if i'm honest mm-hmm. i queen like the topic the band Queen, you know what? I loved Queen in high school, and then I was like, I loved Queen in high school, and then I grew up, and I was like, white men aren't right. I don't have to listen to this, and I stopped listening. It's too that is like too theatery. It's like it's so grand. grand. I'm like, okay, enough, Freddie. We get it. You're gay. I know. (laughs) Leave me alone. And like, oh my god, like what's that? It's called like you're my best. It's like best friend or something. Yeah, then then my best friend. (laughs) You know, (laughs) how it goes. Turns on your phone randomly. And this was so yeah. long ago. It was probably like grade eight. And like that was just for some reason on my phone. And I remember just being like, that was a song that I always like, sh- like skipped. And I would always just be so yeah. annoyed to hear like. And then you like, oh, shut up. I just to be like, no, like not this. Like, I'm like, definitely not. Like I would just always get mad. I'd smack. Then it's because I brought out this book. It's because I brought out the scary stories. And this has to be something with my laptop. I'm gonna. We got. You know what I'm gonna do? <laughs> actually, then I'm gonna. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna buy you a gift. I'm gonna buy us all a gift. Oh my god! Nice microphones. No, we all. Well, we'll buy them together. No, I'm buying it for all of us. No, Abba, we should get. I'm, I'm buying it with my first paycheck from. <gasps> no. Uh, we'll all we'll all we'll all we'll all pitch. We'll no. all do it. But no, no, we should have, um, <laughs> no, I love it. This is my gift to my friends. We, uh, we do mic- microphones. Okay. <laughs> when we were talking, when we were talking to what's his name? Oh God, I just said what's his name to my to sweet 
sweet darling angel baby face mic, mic. and he, and he had his microphone i was like oh, fuck they're so professional i know <laughs> and it does always have and even like i uh, trisha black like i did a zoom yeah. through um with her and like yeah. other people i'm like she had just like this this prof- it i don't know where it was coming yeah. from it was like hanging from somewhere and it was like yeah, a, there was a screen over it it was so professional and i'm AJ has one also, like... Oh, stinky to... little babies with our... Um, with a word, You know how we record it with a, a, a can and string? And... <laughs> That's how we record it, with a can and string. From the east all the way to the west. <laughs> so if you're in Toronto and you just see a long, 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 long string... Long string? It's, it's me and Ben. Yeah. That would actually be really cute. That would be really do that. Nui Blanche art exhibit. Oh, we should do it. Do it. <laughs> I miss Nui oh Blanche. That's another thing that I miss. Nui Blanche. That yeah. so, just to, and I'm not even like bring this back to Arcade Fire because yeah. I feel like we have to. Yeah. Little Nui yeah, Blanche yeah. feels like Arcade Fire. Like Arcade Fire and Nui Blanche are like the same. If there's something I could clap together, I <sighs> like Nui Blanche is Arcade. And obviously, yes. like, Nui Blanche started in yeah. Montreal, right? I feel like that's right. Um, I think so, yeah. Makes sense. It's Nuit Blanche. <laughs> <laughs> but like, they are very, like, they are art. Yeah. They're very, yes. oh my god. They are very I just art. really wish, I need to watch different music videos of theirs, because right now my only, the only music video that I can yeah. think about right now is the Andrew Garfield one, which, like, I'm like, they're just music directing of, like, any cis actors played, like, a trans yeah. person, like, yeah. Where you don't, where is your money going? Like we need to see some sort of like reparations for that. I think. Thank you, thank yeah. you. I completely agree, and I think that Hollywood really thought that they were being woke with that because a lot of movies and music videos just hired cis men to play trans women, and it's like you're literally telling trans women that they're not women. Like, are you yeah. sick? You're telling trans, um, so it's like to trans actresses who have zero opportunities. Uh, it's like, oh, our good our good sis from Sense8. What's her name? Oh, um, I for, I forget her name. So I love her on that show. I watched the first um, couple of seasons of Sense8 and really liked it, but felt because then it got canceled. But didn't like Pornhub like pick it up or something? Pornhub? No, up, that was it, no. that was just an article I read once where it was like porn, there, it was like a because it was looking for another network and then like someone. Was, like, oh, but I think they. Oh, they that's made, funny. They made a movie instead. Uh, her name is Jamie Clayton. Yeah. Yeah, Jamie Clayton. And like, really like Hari Neff, like... Hari Neff, like... And like, there's, the thing is, just like, there's so many trans actors. Miss Laverne Cox? I can't imagine how disheartening it would be to finally yeah. they'd be like, oh, look, there's a casting notice for a trans character. Yeah. Like, how great. I can yeah. play this. Yeah. And then it goes to a cis person? Like, yeah. that is just... And- and you know what is really, really, really wild? Or maybe this was before Orange. You know what? It was before Orange is a New Black. But I was going to say, around that time was kind of when, like, Laver- Laverne Cox, like, really hit the scene. Yeah. And she was really, really going off. So I'm sure um, Orange is a New Black was popular in 2014. I it definitely it definitely was. Yeah. And, yeah. They yeah. could have passed her. Damn. Like, it's a- you know what I do want to say, though? Um, so my ex friends, um, and I say ex with a big X, oh. um, not a good person. Um, she used to live in the annex and she was driving through the annex and, or, uh, walking through the annex and she saw none other than Wynn Butler riding on his bike. And she said, you know what she said to me? She goes, you know, he's really big. He kind of looks like a Nazi. 
He has a very imposing it's like, haircut. German it's haircut. It's a haircut, and also he's a very like big broad. Big broad. He's big. He's a big man. Broad, like, oh my yeah. God. He looks like it. He and he's like so. He's very tall. Very tall. Oh. He and his brothers are big, big men. Like and like his hair. Yeah, his hair is kind of black. Oh my god! I remember. I want to see them biking around. Yeah, it was in the annex, and I was like, "That's so nice." Like, and she, I think I can't remember if she went to see the show or not, but I I think our other friends were going to see the show, and I was like, "That's so cool that we like that you just get to see them being people, and then you get to see a show with them." Okay. Uh, which reminds me, though, of you remember the story I told on um, uh, Mike and Alex's show? Oh my god, we're so obsessed with them. Ew. We are. Um, <laughs> um, on Bummer Boys, X Bummer. X boys, ex bummer, ex boys, xx. I don't know. Look it up. There, it's a great podcast. We'll and um, the, the girl who kept lying, being like, "Yeah, I know the member from that band. We smoked a cigarette once." She told me about Arcade Fire. She was like, "Yeah, um, Arcade Fire. Um, the violinist from from Arcade Fire and the violinist from Broken Social Scene owe her mom a favor." That's what she said. I was like, I'm a really huge fan of Arcade Fire. And she was like, yeah, he, the violinist from it owes my mom a favor. What does that even mean? To, as if to nonchalantly say that she knows a member of Arcade Fire. That is dumb. Like the same way if I knew like Michael B. Jordan, I'd be like, oh yeah, I was just eating lunch with him. Like cash wow, cash wow is what she was trying to be. Cash wow, cash wow. I was like, oh bitch, I caught you in a lot. Like, that's such like, that's like not even cool. Like my not mom owes cool. my favor. It's like, what are, they, are you they, what? what do they do like their mom wait so their mom owed them a favor or was it the other way around like, um the violinist from arcade fire owes my mom a favor <laughs> as if her mom did what was the favor that was done did she help him move why not just be like i my mom helped the violinist move because when people have little anecdotes about celebrities like oh you know one time uh drake asked me to tie his shoe or something like that i'm like <laughs> i'm like damn bitch that's lit like that's amazing i, I can't that. believe that happened Drake's shoe yeah. but she didn't even do that I would she be, had to lie all in, yeah it's also just like I'd be interested to know like what that favor would be like in what universe yeah. is your mom who I'm assuming is like of a, a mother age what yeah. is she kind of like talk like what is the intersection of life between then this violin player it's like, know, when do they meet where do their paths cross like thank you and the only thing that I could really think of the only situation that would make sense wherein her mother was owed a favor by the violinist from Arcade Fire is if her mother worked at a concert venue and he accidentally ran her over (laughs) or made her work extra hours that she wasn't supposed to because they fucked up at the band. That's the only thing. Even then it would be be the band. It wouldn't just be the violin specifically. Thank you. I was like, that bitch loved to lie. She lied and said that um, Vampire Weekend were African. I was like, you stupid bitch. Mm. I am African and I can tell you they are not, okay? They are from New York. Yeah, it's a... not, all them, not all of them, but that's what I mean. <laughs> Why would they be African? I was like, Vampire Weekend? Africans hate vampires. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the reason why. No, that's... Yeah. But it's also just like... That is, okay. They're talking about like K-Pod and shit. Especially like I, like, I know people who like are kind of in 
who do like like indie music in Toronto. I mean, we all do. We live in Toronto. We all, <laughs> we all do indie music. No, truly, it's like if you are a person, if you're a per- person below the age of, of 29 in Toronto, you know at least two people who like DJ. Yeah, I'm sure. Do indie music, and people, right, yeah. especially in music, people love to be like. Oh, like one time, um, Carly Rae Jepsen, I saw her pinky toe. I'm like, it's like, <laughs> yeah. it's always more like, because I feel like the music industry is so like, I don't know, it's like, it's so scattered and crazy and so much stuff is yeah. going on. It's like, I feel like there's rarely like a lot of time to just like actually chill. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. But that being said, Arcade Fire, I would be like, some of them would be smoking weed like after the show. And if you went oh, after yeah. them, and like you went up to like a little French Canadian with yeah. a pixie cut and you're like do you yeah. want to smoke some of this joint with me they'd be like we 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 and that's french and that's french for weed bitch <laughs> <laughs> I would, i'm curious to know what their next album will sound like me yeah. too i i wonder because i'm afraid like i think there are a lot of indie bands that we listen to um as kids but when they were in those bands, when we were kids, the band members were like in their late 20s, early 30s. And so yeah. they were making very youthful, like they were creating the culture. Uh-huh. But now they're like, they're older, they have kids. Yeah. They're not as engaged in like social media and stuff. And they're releasing albums. And I'll admit some of it is boring as fuck. Like I, maybe I'll be killed. Maybe I'll be burned at the stake for saying this, but I did not like um, "Father of a Bride" by Vampire Weekend. I didn't appreciate it. Okay, I didn't appreciate it. I haven't it really. I haven't listened. It's Don't happen. I, I, it is, it is interesting because it's like there are people who I think in my mind I'm like, yeah, they're rock stars, but it's like no, they're probably exhausted. I'm like, yeah. And they probably don't even want to tour anymore. Some of them probably have day jobs. Yeah. There's so many of those mouths to feed Arcade Fire. And I, but it's true, but it is interesting because it's like, I feel like when a band grows and grows over like the span of like yeah. a decade and a bit and they get increasingly like maximalist, it's like, mm-hmm. well, then like, where do you go? Like, is our next album going to be like really toned down and we're like, listen, guys, like we're old and it's going to reflect like what you were saying. Like, we have children we're going to make. Yeah, but now it's yeah. like, I wonder. I wonder, but it's also people, so many bands that I never thought would ever make more music. Like Angel Olsen came out with an album like a year ago, and now we have another album from her coming out because it's like it's yeah. quarantine and people are just making music. People are just making music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I love- I'll say though, yeah. some of the quarantine music is bad, 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 bad. Oh, yeah. But Yeba's quarantine music and who else? Um, Celasu, oh, I don't know who this is. Celasu, she has this really so- this this really good song that was big a few years ago. How do you spell? S e l a h, last name Sue S u e. And her old stuff was very like I would even describe it as like stripped down, like Amy Winehouse. Oh, I have never. Yeah. Seen, I'm. Oh, I really love cool. finding new music. She's love, really, really cool. Oh and her quarantine stuff is good. Yeah. I, I feel so stupid. Why? Because you know what's a big a big blind spot in the conversation of Arcade Fire is Phoenix was always kind of her twisted sister. Let us 
get into it. I really, I really, oh my God. That was a word, Ben. That was a word. It really felt like they were kind of working in Mm -hmm. tandem almost. Like they Mm -hmm. were, well, Mm -hmm. Phoenix is always way more bleep bloop, Cynthia. Electronique, but they yeah. both are. Wait, Phoenix is French, right? Am I making that up? Yeah, they're French, and they sing okay. in English so that we can understand them. Isn't that so nice of them? And I say this, I had to bring up Phoenix too. But no, is it happening? <laughs> I don't know why it keeps happening. Then I feel so bad for you. It's but every time it happens, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go on Google and figure it out. Don't worry, I, I'm buying the mic. I truly thought it was my old earphones, but then I got new earphones, which yeah, I'm happy I, did, bought- I, can, I can hear now because before my earphones, I sometimes I couldn't hear. Uh- <laughs> yeah, it'd be like that. It really do be like that. But um, okay, but I even thought it was like lint in the ox, and I like took like a and I was trying to find like I was blowing. That is the saddest thing when you you tilt your laptop onto a ninety degree angle and you're blowing into the ox. Yeah, yeah, um, it'd be like that. Uh, but Phoenix to me, yeah, it like I mean, the big ones that kind of is 1901, Listomania, I mean, Listomania, please, Listomania, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a ride, I was gonna like say, like a ride, like a ride, I, no. I, I, uh, not easily. Wait, is it Ryan or Rhino? Pardon, is it Ryan or Rhino? Is it yeah, Ryan, Ryan or Rhino? I thought it was Rhino, it, was it Rhino? Oh, Ryan, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I've been, this whole time, I've been, Phoenix really yeah. has a new song out. You knew you told me to listen, and I haven't and listened yet. Listen to it after Abba, it's like I don't know. And this, oh my, nostalgic baby, the name of the pod. It truly, I love mm. nostalgia when it comes to music because, like, the moment yeah. it starts, I love when I listen mm. to a song, a new song from a band that I like, and the moment it starts, I'm like that's a phoenix song you know what i mean like yeah. i'm like i'm like i've heard this before it's like this is so this is a radical departure but it's also like first um like stupid when stupid love lady gaga's new song came out i heard it right away it was like that's a lady gaga song like, i heard it before i know it's catchy i know i'm gonna be humming it for a week like yeah. i love it and it was uh phoenix's new song they made it because i mean the famous couple to sofia coppola um yeah. And I think they they made it for her new movie, which is coming out. Kind of Miss Rashida. I forgot what it's called. Something. It looks like Miss Rashida with Rashida. Murray, yeah. And it's also like because all of Sofia Coppola's movies have been like truly white, and like, yeah. and like I think after her last movie, lots of like critics were like, "Black people don't really exist in your universe, yeah. do they?" And now yeah. I feel like this movie yeah. is a bit of a response to that in a way that I hope I... is not uh, bad. Um, but we'll yeah. see. I, I don't know. It's- it's funny. If her new movie is a response to that, she cast Rashida Jones. I love Rashida Jones. I've always loved Rashida funny. Jones, but I will not lie. I didn't know she was black until I found out that her dad is Quincy Jones. Is and crazy? a lot of people, yeah, right? A lot of people had really weird responses to us, like, you know, criticizing her mm-hmm. for the way that, you know, but she is, she can be white passing in a lot of spaces. Yeah. And so when you put her in proximity to white people all the time, I'm like, she's Italian. That girl's Italian. <laughs> but when you put her around black people, I'm like, bitch, that's, that's Rashida. That is Rashida. <laughs> like, I don't know why I didn't know that she was black. Her name is fucking Rashida. <laughs> no, you're, I, the, the criticisms are completely valid too. Cause it's like for the longest, the, you know, that famous meme of her where she's on a red carpet and the reporter's like, oh, you look tan. And she's like, well, I, I'm ethnic. 
And for the longest time, yeah. I just thought she was like a ambiguous woman of color, but she didn't say like, yeah. well, that's because I'm black. Or she I'm wasn't black. very. She could have said that. And whether or not to. she got advice from that early on in her career to keep it, yeah. which I wouldn't be surprised, unfortunately. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But it was, yeah, it's, it's, I think it's completely valid for, for black people to be yeah. kind of like, oh, like, really yeah exactly yeah. I, I think it's a valid criticism and also all these people were coming out of nowhere to be like why would you say that about rashida jones and i was like when have you ever talked about rashida jones let's be honest <laughs> sir like my friend on twitter yeah. when have you when have ever, the thought of her what rashida jones like stan reddit accounts are out yeah. there yeah it's the you're telling me you watch her show criticisms of cardi b when she came out mm. to like about how like she identified as like a latina but then the but then, like, in lieu of her success, kind of, like, shifted her identity more to being Black. Even though she is, like, she's yeah, not Latina. Was, but, like, yeah. it was, like, she, I feel like lots of people are kind of, like, told to, like, diminish or, like, yeah, even erase their Blackness just to succeed. Just to succeed. I agree. But a, a big part of that argument, too, which the kid Marrow, our yeah. our sister husband, oh. Uh, oh. which he's, Can you- he's gotten into. Yeah, most of those men, I'll say, can I tell you a story? Yes. Okay. No, I'm not gonna tell it. I'll I'll tell you after. But um, yeah, Mero has also talked about this. He talked about it when he had Cord Jefferson, one of the writers from The Watchmen, on their old Viceland show. uh, Mero and um, Cord Jefferson were talking about yeah colorism and um, erasure in specifically Cuba, but the same argument I think can transfer to the Dominican mm-hmm. Republic where like the way we see race is through a very North American lens and that's not the way that the rest of the world sees it yes. like the one drop rule has really 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 changed the way that we see race in America but in like places like um, the Caribbean and like in the entire I, I don't want to talk about the entire continent of Africa but I want to talk about Ghana specifically oh. it's you're either black you're white or you're half cast. If you're half cast, you're you're mixed. Yeah. Um, but that's not the same as black. Whereas mm-hmm. in the US, because of the one drop rule, you're white or black mm-hmm. and then everything else. But you can't like if you're mixed, you have to choose white or black. Yeah. Um, not always, but that's that's how race works. Mm-hmm. So in like the Dominican, because y- there's been so much mixture for so many centuries because of uh-huh. enslavement a lot of Dominican people don't see themselves as black because they don't have the same, they don't have American history. They have Dominican history. So that, that distinction isn't there. So when you call them black, they're like, but I'm not, it, it, it just isn't, doesn't exist in the same culture. For sure. So I get why at first she was like, yeah, I'm not black, but it's like, you live in America. It's not like (laughs) you're, you lived in the Dominican your whole life. Yeah. No, exactly. And it's also just like in Latin America, like colorism is like, yeah, it's rife. It's yeah. Like, like in every corner of Latin America, which is a very big, big, like, like literally a quarter of the planet, even. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And especially like, in I know like I'm not uh, Cuban or Dominican or Puerto Rican, but like I do know that like within those communities it is yeah like you're saying it's like it's like yeah. I'm Dominican like what do you mean like and especially yeah. in, when then you move to the U.S. and it's like obviously black blackness is treated so differently. I mean yeah. still like that Latin America, but it's like I I it would make sense if you'd want to commodify your identity in a way that would like I don't mm-hmm. know. Which it sucks, but like, yeah. so does America. 
So does America. Let it be known. America sucks. And we'll say that on the podcast. Oh, wait. <laughs> I really, I hate, oh my God. So this is, we're getting into something, but what I, I just hate when, and I know like some Americans and I hate when Americans, when you criticize America, they'll be like, well, you know, Canada has problems too. And it's like, yeah, yeah, obviously Canada has so yeah. many problems, but I'm like, yeah, I'm like, but America, you have like set the standard. <laughs> like that is why. Sweetie, and I'm also like, can we just all bash the nation state? Why are you so tied to your national identity? I don't get it. Truly, what has this country done for you but the bare minimum? I think people need to ask themselves that. So and they haven't even done the bare minimum because if they did, there'd be no homelessness. Yeah. But it's it really, yeah. For another time. Oh my God. It, yeah. it really is disgusting. It's like, you should have no, yeah. it's like, talk, talk shit about the country you live in. You got it. Thank you. Like, you think you're special? You think this country is going to exist in 10 years? We're all going to die very soon. <laughs> Talk shit while you can. I keep remembering that. I really do keep remembering that. Like, yeah. I remember them in, like, idle moments. Like, I'll be walking my dog and I'll be like, "Yeah, oh, my God, I wonder when it will be. Like, Yeah, right? Right? Or you know those apocalypse movies where somebody will just look up in the sky and they're like, oh, my God, a fireball. We're all going to die. I'm always waiting for that moment. I'm like, really, I'm always very like, I just yeah. hope it's like, I just hope it's, like, quick. Yeah, I, listen, you know, there's this thing, question going around the timeline the other day that was like, if um, if you saw this and it was like this huge meteor coming <laughs> towards the earth, destroying the earth. And it was like, if you saw this, what would you do? And I was like, bitch, I am running to the point of impact. <laughs> I am running towards that shit arms, quick and easy. Arms, out, arms out, ready to embrace. I mean, My yeah. it would be like... What I would, I would also maybe even appreciate like some notice before the meteor, just so I could really like every mm-hmm. kind of like bad thought, like every kind of like, yeah. stress. I'd be like, oh well, it doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. And then I could have like a day or two living just stress free for the first time yeah. in twenty four years. You know what? If I had a partner, even if without a partner, I think if I knew that a meteor meteor was going to kill me, like within like twenty minutes, I'd have sex. I'd like I'd want to die having sex. Like <laughs> that is. So- yeah. I here's the thing I'd want to say like yes but it also it's like what if it's like bad no like (laughs) that's true but if it's like sex with your partner and it's like the last time you're ever gonna be alive (laughs) it's like that's gonna be some like passionate sex that would you know what I'd want what? I, and I literally, and I actually, I've, I've thought about this too, about like what yeah. album I'd want to listen to if I knew it was like the end of the world. Like if I had like a certain amount of time, like what song or whatever would I want to really like go out on? I still haven't decided and I'll get back to when I have, but because that is a very like, could you imagine like picking, you have to pick a song? Like how could you? But I yeah. want to be listening to like a song or an album that would be smoking the biggest, fattest jag. <laughs> just like this big. Oh my God. It's so, and Abba has her arms out. So what? It would be so big. And I'd just be like, and I'd have like, um, <laughs> oh my God, my dog would be there. Enzo, you love your doggy so much. I, I love really it. Do. Oh my God. I love him so much. But the other day, like the other day is poo that I had to just really. He does, he always has like good poo, so when he has a bad one, yeah. it really does it. It's a lot it for me. Like I'm not used to it, yeah. and he was just yeah. having trouble. Like I could t- like he kept like girding his loins and really trying to get something out there. And I, was like, I think he needs help. And I just put my put the bag around my fingers and I just kind of went in and just kind of like, and he hated it. His tail. He has a he has like a little nubbin of a tail, which like I really yeah I, I don't like when um, dog people do that, but like he, that's how he came. Um, but like 
And I kept like, it's not big enough to like cover his yeah. hole because it's just like, a little nubbin. But he kept like flattening it to try to cover it. I was like, it's not gonna work. Like, it's not- <laughs> But it was so sad, and it felt like he kept trying to like move it up and then down as if to like reposition it to like, oh no, this time I'll like block his entry. But I was like, I'm so no puppy, and he kept like looking back, and like I could see the whites of his eyes. It was yeah, he was like scared. He was like, what's happening? He was, but he also like he lets me because he loves me. So so he's letting it happen, but he's still kind of like, oh, hurry up, please. Yeah, it's like with a baby or something. Oh my god, that how you know what that kind of happened to me. Oh, but no, that's um, I've been no, the constipation is very real, especially with uh, stress. If I get to, yeah, the staccato, the staccato poo, yeah, like, oh, it's terrible. Tiny little ravages. No, you know what? Lately, I've been pooing really well. I've been, been taking nice poops. That's that's good. That's healthy. Should we end here? I know. I was just gonna say, we've been talking for so long, and that seems like a very. Oh my god! You know, we start talking about music, and we end talking about poopy, poopy. And you know, because music brings us together, and I think that, um, in a way, a lot of music is virtue signaling what kind of life you have and what kind of life you want to live. I really do, and I love wrapping up on that because music, and and it's like it can sound corny, but it is so true that it's like. I if someone tells me like oh I've really been listening to like this album right now I'm like oh I yeah. really do kind of know something about you yes. now like more so than if you told yes. me like your day job you know what I mean yeah like exactly or like exactly like that to me is very like indicative of like it's like yeah mm-hmm. or even like just what genre you like you know yeah you know if somebody told me that they listen to Joanna Newsom I'm like so you love the cottage you love, you love to be in the nature you know no, you know yeah if someone tells me yeah. like oh I've like I don't know I've been listening to like Megan the Stallion I'm like okay. I was just gonna say Megan the Stallion oh my god because I've been listening to Wobble but I'd be like yeah. and I'm just like oh I know something about you now you know it's like your pussy is quite a shit yeah and you know Megan, I just have to say, I've been rewatching Legendary, and Megan mm-hmm. the Stallion is a is a judge mm-hmm. on Legendary, and she, every episode, the looks that she, oh, oh my, and she's so beautiful. She's so, so. Can beautiful. we also have a moment to just acknowledge that Tory Lanez is trash, Brampton men are trash. You will be dealt what? with, okay? You yeah. will be dealt with. Stop treating black women like shit. Yeah. Let Megan the Stallion thrive and believe yeah. black women. And believe that's not on that. And also, if you're like making a joke about it, like, shut yeah, up. You. It's shut, yeah. you shut up. It's not funny. Not funny. Um, yeah. That's all I have to say. That's really yeah. just it. Like, all I have to say. If you want to fight, we can fight. We are, exactly. We are professionals when it comes to funny. And, and professionals I'm... are telling you that that is not funny. Two professional clowns, bitch. Two professional clowns. And literally, like, just thank God. Like, it's like, she could have really been hurt. Okay? She could have really been hurt. It's going to be a very like, different conversation. Right? Like, you could have been mourning Megan. And it is domestic abuse. Yeah. People keep acting like it's just a cute little joke. It's domestic abuse. Like, I thought she and people are like, famous. Yeah. It's like, it's like, yeah. it's like, yeah, she's, it's like, just because she's has more wealth mm-hmm. than she had before doesn't mean mm-hmm. She, mm-hmm. she is not susceptible to abuse. So exactly yeah yeah and on that note shut up uh, on that note i love you i love you alva and happy birthday oh thank you (laughs) i love okay i'm gonna end there that was
Okay, so you've been listening to Abba. And you've been listening to Beth. Bye. to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar!